Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes, yes. Is that how he starts the show, Rock? He did it perfectly. That was fantastic. Okay, and it's fiddles, piddles, piddles, yes. Puddles. Piddles, yes. Okay, what else is there? that I need to get for the balloon party. This is Dan McLaughlin, and I'm filling in for Tim McKernan. What else, Rock? Well, uh, it actually works. You just say something really good about St. Gabriel's at this point. Oh, yeah. You're a St. Gabriel's guy. I'm a St. Gabriel's guy, South St. Louis. Tim McKernan as well. Uh, we have in this hour from PrepSportsSTL.com, as the high school season is in full swing, it's uh, Jim Powers, and looking forward to visiting with Jim. Also, later in the hour, it's a huge weekend for Mizzou, and it's not only football, but it's also basketball and uh, volleyball. So we're going to talk to Chris Gervino, and obviously Mizzou is taking on LSU this weekend in a battle of the top 25s, and it should be a fun game down in Columbia. But first, we say good morning, PrepSportsSTL.com. It is the site to go to for high school sports, and that's Jim Powers. Great to see you, Jimbo. No, thanks for having me. It's uh, been a long time. It's been a while since I've had a chance to see you. And uh, yeah, a lot of great things going on right now on the high school level on, on all aspects of it. I mean, football and, you know, all the other terrific sports. And, and it's just been a lot of fun this fall. You know, you're on YouTube. I know. I see that. Are you okay with that? I'm fine with oh, it. Did you, f- you sign the disclaimer? I, I, I that signed the disclaimer on? that if I break anybody's computer screens, you know, that that uh, that I'm not responsible for it. 636 says, Tim always takes his shirt off, Dan. You have to do it only if it's right. I, you don't want us to do that. We don't want to no, break the internet. No, no. I, I'm surprised. I'm sure he's running around down in South City getting ready for the St. Gabe's picnic this weekend. <laughs> Is it this weekend? Yeah, it's this weekend. Oh, that's definitely the, why he took the, the time the, off. The, the pre-picnics tonight, and then oh, tomorrow is the day. A okay. little inside baseball. Tim is actually boycotting the fall version of the picnic. Tim will not be attending oh, school oh, used to be in the summer. Oh. Until it gets moved back to early June, Tim McCurran is actually boycotting it. It was the picnics of all picnics for grade schools. So, yes. yeah, looking forward to that and looking forward to uh, everybody being uh, safe and having fun down at St. Gabe's. So prepsportsstl.com. Let's start with that, Jim. What do you guys do? And it's, it seems self-explanatory that you're covering high schools all over the place, but give us an idea what it's all about. Well, you know, it's just something. And once again, Dave Green started, you know, the high school sports caravan back, you know, many, many years ago. And then I came on with him. And it's just something that we both at, at the time over the summer decided that it was the perfect time to get back together and get the band back together, so to say. Yeah. And then, you know, getting Ben Vessa, who's just an unbelievable writer, uh, getting him on board with us to help, you know, cover some of the other sports that don't get love, like field hockey, um, 
You know, he's going to take volleyball, a lot of golf. volleyball, golf. I mean, and, and that's what we're doing. And that's the great thing about what we're doing. We're doing a lot of great pieces, a lot of, you know, Dave Green's doing some stories on, you know, where great athletes are now that have graduated, moved on, and different things. So, you know, we're, we're doing a great job, and we're excited with how the first couple months have gone. And, you know, with the championship starting to ramp up here in the state of Missouri over the next seven weeks, you know, we're going to have a lot of wall-to-wall coverage, and, you know, we're excited about it. So the text line is 314-399-9646, 314-99-9646. If you want to ask Jim a question about a, a high school team, a high school player, we're going to get into a bunch of that as we move along here this morning on the uh, balloon party. All right, let's talk about this. I want to get into something that's so interesting, which is name, image, and likeness. And it's not only in college sports, but for fans that are out there, listeners that are out there it's now gotten in and trickled in because of the new law that's been passed in missouri but that is part now of high school sports it's incredible yeah it it is and it's a trickle down effect and we we knew it was coming um at some point in some form and that's where it's at right now there was uh some stuff passed in legislation to where if a if an athlete signs their letter of intent with an in-state school missouri missouri state you know, any of those schools, Lindenwood, whatever. Lindenwood, whatever, they can now start using NIL. Okay. And they can start, you know, doing that. I'm not a fan. I, I you know, and I know a lot of state organizations are going to it. Misha has not come out with anything yet, but I know Georgia, I know Texas, I know Florida, and those are some of the big, you know, the biggest states in high school sports in the country, California. Um, you know, their their state associations are looking at how to incorporate it. I, I just am not a fan just for the simple fact that you have enough locker room divide anyway on the high school scene. You know, I know that as a coach. Um, now you're throwing this into the into the mix. And I'm just not sure how it's gonna go over. I'm not sure how kids are going to coexist, so to say, if somebody's making money. In high school on an NIL, what are these other kids that are just working their butts off and they're not getting that? And so that's where I'm not a big fan of it. I'm a big fan. I think it's great. I mean, I'm open to free enterprise and let's go make some money, baby. I, I got no problem with it. And I think it's if you're going to compete in the FC, SEC and you're Mizzou and you're going up against yep. Georgia and Auburn and Florida and you're trying to get the top kids in, in state, which I think Drinkowitz has done a pretty good job of doing that. This is one way to do it. I mean, this gives you an upper hand in trying to keep some of these kids in state. So that's the flip side of it, I guess, that is the benefit, not only for the high school kid to get paid, but for the university to try to get the top talent in state. Yeah, without a doubt. And no, it's a double-edged sword. And once again, I know you know that's what you got to do. That is what collegiate sports are right now, between that and the transfer portal. Um, and that's going to trickle down to the high school. And you have to. If you're going to keep up with the Joneses, so to say, you've got to do what you have to do. And, you know, we're seeing the benefits of that with Mizzou this year with a great 5-0 and start. You know, they're getting some of those kids from the St. Louis area. They're saying, I think they're going to continue to get some of those kids, especially with how this whole thing is going right now with NIL and all that. And it's not going to surprise me if every state in the country – their their high school association gives you an upper come hand, up. man. It, it does. I mean, there's no doubt about it. If 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 you get money and you're a kid, you're you're at least going to take a look 
at that uh, sure. that particular university. Have you seen any of that yet? Has that happened yet? I haven't really heard anything through, you know, and once again, this is still kind of in the infancy stages. Sure. They just passed the legislation late in the summer. Um, I think we'll start seeing a lot of this stuff coming through over the next maybe four or five months. Interesting. Um, especially, you know, coming up to signing day. You know, when we have those and... How does signing day work? Because every time I go to Twitter or something, there's like five different signing days. So it's how does it work now? It's different now. I mean, and, you know, there, there's there's the two main ones. And I know they're trying to kind of consolidate all that stuff. You know, you can do one in early December. Then you can do another one in February. But really, the kids, once they've made their decision, they can sign and turn in the paperwork really at any time now. And that is, for the kids, that's good. Is it binding? Yes. Once so you, once you sign, still, it's once, binding. Yeah, still once you sign that paper, you can verbal a thousand times. You can change your verbal. But once you put your signature on that piece of paper, you're binded. See, what drives me crazy, and correct me if I'm wrong, but let's say, for argument's sake, Coach X jumps, and he's making $5 million. Now he's going to get to $8 million, and I've signed my letter of intent, so to speak. I'm, I'm, I have to go play for Coach Y, no matter what, correct? They yes, don't let them um, out of that. Unless you go into the transfer portal. So what about a high school kid, though, that signs? No, you, you're, you're stuck for at least a year. Okay. What do you uh, thought about the transfer portal? And, and do you see kids getting recruited that aren't – Let's say that player X is committed to Mizzou, and you see the coach from, I'm just going to throw it out there, Georgia, show up at a high school football game. Do you see that all the time? Because oh, yeah. he's still trying to keep you know, in touch with that kid and that family. Absolutely they are. And look at what, I mean, in the perfect example, say what you want to say about Deion, Deion Sanders. How did he build Colorado to where they're at right now. And yeah, they, they ran into two buzzsaws in, in Oregon and USC. But they beat a really good TCU team. They beat a decent Colorado State team with 70 kids that were on the roster that are brand new. I think he had, I think it's more than that. It, it may be. But it was 76 or 87 yeah, new kids transferred. How he built that was through the transfer portal. You look at how teams, and you have to do that now. You got to use the transfer portal as one of your biggest assets. Now, the bad thing is that affects the high school kids because now, if coaches are really hitting the portal hard, there's the opportunity for high school kids to go to a school and get a scholarship that has started to dwindle down a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's where, once again, it's that double edged sword. You want to build your program. And right now, especially in collegiate athletics, you have to win now. So There's what, no more of that three-year, five-year, you know, building process that that there used to be. Right now, it's such big money, and with all the realignment and everything, you have to win now. What are the coach, high school coaches, saying about the NIL stuff? Because that's a <laughs> it's a uncharted waters for them too. What are they saying? I, I think a lot of them are still trying to wrap their head around what can be done, how it's going to be done, and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the biggest thing that a lot of them still continue to say is that they're worried about is once again the locker room divide and things yeah. like that. Trying to keep everybody galvanized, keep everybody together. So, not a whole lot right now. But once we start seeing some names starting to do this and. and moving through the process and all that, I think the coaches will start to get a little bit more vocal on their feelings about it. I would imagine that a kid that is trying to vie for a scholarship, or let's say he gets NIL, is going to lean to the idea that, look, if I've got a little boo-boo, I'm not playing. I, I yeah. mean, I wonder if that happens too. They've already committed, or they're going to get NIL money, and they just say, you know what, the heck of it, I don't need to do this. I mean, 
state championships, so what? I'm, I got to go make my money, and I want to go make my money. I just wonder if that's part of it at all. And it may be. You know, I mean, we don't know. But but unfortunately, though, we see, especially college now, the bowl games. If, you, if you're a senior and you're playing in a lower level bowl game, yeah, I'm not playing. If it's not for the if it's not for the and CFP, yeah. yeah. If it's not for the CFP, if I'm not playing on New Year's Day in those semifinals, I'm not going to go through that. And I hope it doesn't get to that point, especially on the high school side. You know, uh, I asked Jim Powers to come in. I said, "Is there anything you want to talk about outside of high school sports?" And you know what? High school sports does not get enough attention, in my opinion. I love hearing where kids are at least looking, or some have committed here in the St. Louis area and surrounding areas. Illinois, obviously, St. Louis, outlying areas of Missouri. PrepSportsSTL.com. But I also said, "What do you, what do you want to promote?" Because I know we're going to get into teams and where kids may be going, but you're a busy guy. American Cancer Society, you got something going on with that. Yeah, and you know what? This is something that started a few years ago, and I, I love how the kids are now getting involved with something bigger than just sports. And, um, you know, the American Cancer Society putting together an all-star game, football game, um, and the second weekend of December, I think December 9th, um, over at MOBAP, uh, they had 140 nominations to play in the game. To play in the game. Cool. You know, and, and I'm assuming it's good for them too. For oh, those that haven't signed, exactly. they get some exposure. It's a great last impression. They're inviting, you know, a lot of the college coaches to come watch the game. But the biggest piece of it is the kids are making money for the American Cancer Society. Cool. And it's really awesome for those kids to be involved with something like this. Uh, Larry Frost, longtime coach over at Kirkwood, still runs the uh, St. Louis Coaches Association. He's part of the committee. Um, John Pacala and Sorrell Harvey, they're coaching the game this year. And it's just great for the kids. It's just a super thing, and especially looking at it for a bigger, bigger cause. And that's making money for cancer research. We've all been affected by cancer. And for us to have the opportunity to let the kids help make money and do great things. I was at the SMET last week. They had their pink out game against the U-High. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that's neat. I mean, it was just so cool to see the kids doing something to to for something bigger than the sport. So the uh, text line, again, if you want to ask about a team or about a particular player, a kid that's playing football, basketball, whatever the sport may be, it's 314-399-9646, 314-399-9646. For those of you that remember Joel Bushbaum, Joel Bushbaum is a, a guy that was uh, all over pro football. And it was back in my days at Campbell X and Randy Carricker would host that show. I hosted that show. You could bring up the remote third string tight end from some school that was D3. And he had an idea about where the kid may uh, be in terms of being a pro or whatever the case may be. Well, that's Jim Powers on the high school level here in St. Louis. He's our own Joel Bushbaum. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have enough time to talk about everybody in high school, but we're going to try. <laughs> so that's Joel Bushbaum. And this is 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Now, at some point, there's a different thing that Tim does. Piddles Puddles. They they go through a segment that that Piddles has. It's either the Friday is the Little Piddles six shooter, usually. 
Yeah, we ain't doing that. No, we're not doing that. Okay. I don't have those prepared, sorry. I got you. Uh, 314-399-9646. Jim Powers is our guest in studio. PrepSportsSTL.com. We're going to go through some of the top programs and players, but I have to get to a text. I'm Dan McLaughlin filling in for Tim McCurden, and it comes from John Kiowski. Now, John Kiowski runs 101, and he runs KC, and he runs all the different stations under this cluster of great stations that we have in St. Louis. So if I don't get to John's text, he didn't even text me on my phone. He texted me on the text line. So if I don't get to this, it's going to be problems. We're, so We're all in trouble. So I, I may not ever be allowed back in the <laughs> studio if we don't answer that text. He loves hockey. This is the home of, of hockey on the radio side, 101 ESPN. So top hockey players coming out of the area or the top programs, what are they? I think the top programs and, once again, the kids – you know, I don't start diving into that stuff here until, you know, football takes up such a I don't care, Jim. Time. You're supposed to know this I, stuff. I, I know. You know everything else. CBC is going to be loaded again this year. Slew High is going to have another terrific team. Uh, DeSmet, you know, they, they had a terrific run last year. So um, the usual suspects. The, the usual suspects. And then you look at, you know, the, the Parkway schools have really embraced uh, what, what the hockey's all is about. Is it sanctioned? Is it's it not still, a sanctioned it's still state. not sanctioned. It's still run by, you know— um, you know, by Jeff um, over, you know, with Mid-States uh, Hockey. Yeah, they they're do big, a great job. And they do a phenomenal job. I mean, their website's terrific. That's where I get a lot of my information. And once things start to settle down and we get into the hockey season, I'll really start looking at their website because they, they list, they've got game schedules and all that. And it's just really, really great to see, you know, what's going on on the hockey scene here. You know, they moved their championships up to Centene, and Centene is just an absolute phenomenal facility for Mid-States to have their their championships, both the WIC and the Challenge Cup. This is an odd question, and I know you're ready for it, but the, the rage across the country, and you see major players in this and people that are some of the biggest faces and names in sports and entertainment, and I mean this as a sincere question. Pickleball. Is pickleball coming it's to coming high school? at some point. You think so? I mean, you, you look at where some things are coming down the pipe. You've got lacrosse that, that I think is going to. Lacrosse may be the next state-sanctioned sport. Uh, they just signed. Uh, they just it's sanctioned exploded, boys no volleyball. Yep. Here because of how it's exploded here in the metro area in the that spring. That exploded really back in the early nineties. Yeah, and, and I can't believe it took this long to get well, it sanctioned. What you've got to do, and here's the process: you have to have at least fifty teams, fifty schools, in the in at least four different districts in the state. That there's nine total districts that Mission deals with. Yeah, you have to at least have fifty teams in four of those districts. Then you can petition to have the sport named as a championship sport in Misha. Boys volleyball finally got to that number. You know, it's been big here in St. Louis, but it wasn't big out in Kansas City. wasn't big in Springfield. Now they've gotten. In fact, ever since they made the announcement. They're up to like 85 schools wow. that are going to play boys volleyball. Same thing with hockey. I think it's coming. I think lacrosse is going to get there first because lacrosse is just blown up. But honestly, pickleball, absolutely. It's not going to surprise me if we see pickleball on the high school level coming down the pipe at some point. We have a ton of texts asking us about the Wingo Kid football star from St. Louis Phenomenal. U High. Um, where is he going or what's he looking at right now? He's got he's got offers all over the place. I know Mizzou wants him in the worst way possible. 
Um, you know, he's visited a bunch of schools already, taken officials and unofficials. Um, he's How many officials do you get? Five? You get five officials. Okay. But you can go unofficials. I mean, all over the place. Want, all over the place. Um, but, you know, I, I, this kid is just an unbelievable talent. Uh, early in the year, you know, I was I was saying on on my podcast and, and on things, if you let him touch the ball on special teams, you need to be fired as a coach because you cannot punt the ball. He's like Luther. You know, he's a kid that he can touch the ball and he could score at any given time. Um, he's been banged, he's been dinged up a little bit, hasn't played the last couple of weeks. Um, but he is somebody that's going to write his own ticket to wherever he wants to go. And the thing is, he's a terrific track athlete as well. He's been down to state the last three year, two years, um, you know, in the hurdles, and it's just been terrific. He's made it to the final heat. Uh, but I, whoever can get him, he's going to be a difference maker right out of the gate. When you show up on a Friday night at a various high school, are you seeing Coach drink a bunch? Is he in person, maybe taking the helicopter, going from school to school and taking in games? Are you seeing Brett Belima? Uh, I think I said that right. I always mess up his name, the head coach at Illinois. But are you seeing Lindenwood? Are you seeing these head coaches, even though they have a game on Saturday, but jumping high school to high school? You're, you're seeing drink out a lot. He was just out at Howell a few weeks ago to check in on uh, G. James, who's going to be going to Mizzou. Uh, next year, uh, join his teammate from last year, Brett Northfleet, uh, who's really come in and made a difference as a freshman this year for the Tigers. Yeah, you know, a tight end. Um, he's been bouncing around. I haven't seen you know Belima around very often, but I know Lindenwood's out there. Corey Bethany has got this area. He knows the area. You, you know, and and they're doing a great job in recruiting the area and keeping the local kids that may not be the Mizzou level. Okay, but. They're getting a lot of these kids to stay home. And a perfect example is the quarterback over at East St. Louis, Pops. That young man is unbelievable. For Lindenwood to get him, he's going to be their starting quarterback as a freshman next year. Interesting. And it's really cool to see that they're making that impact in getting some of these great kids to come to their school. Jim Powers, our guest from PrepSportsSTL.com. And I, I, if you follow high school sports, make sure and give them a follow on Twitter because they've got all the scores and various sports and features and things like that. It's really cool. And Jim will be on Fox 2 every Friday night, and he'll be there again tonight as they do their high school wrap-up. What are you hearing about Drink in, in terms of his recruiting of the state of Missouri and specifically St. Louis and being able to keep these kids in the inroads that he's been making so far? You look at what he's done already. And, I, you know, I, I was very vocal. I did not like how Barry Odom recruited St. Louis. Why? I thought it was terrible. Just he, it wasn't he, getting he, the kids? He wasn't getting the kids. You know, and Drink has come in and they've made the concerted effort to to Kansas City and St. Louis these are the kids we want. We want to keep those top kids here. And they've done a terrific job with that. I think they're getting to the point to where they're locking down the borders. Now, are you going to get a couple kids now like the McClellan kid over at CBC? He's going to my Ohio State Buckeyes, yeah. which I'm very happy about. Um, but, you know, a lot of the big names, they're staying in Missouri. They're going to play for drink. And I think that is a terrific thing. I know, you know, Illinois, they took a little bit of a hit when – uh, Purdue got their D coordinator, and Corey Patterson moved up to Purdue. And Corey Patterson, longtime coach at Trinity, moved over to Illinois to be on Belima's staff. And now Corey moved up to Purdue, and kind of that whole little pipeline got lost a little bit. 
And so I think right now Mizzou is winning the recruiting game in the St. Louis area over Illinois, and I, I think it's great. Jim Powers, PrepSportsSTL.com. It is 10.30 here in St. Louis. That time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers at around 10.40, 10.45. We'll visit with Chris Gervino. Obviously a big weekend down in Columbia. 101 ESPN. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. From PrepSportsSTL.com, that is Jim Powers just across the way in studio. He'll be on Fox 2 tonight. I'm Dan McLaughlin filling in for Tim McKernan. Coming up later in the show, Chris Trevino. He'll be on the Mizzou broadcast, and you can hear him tomorrow as LSU is in town, and it's a big weekend for Mizzou. All right, Jim, let's fire into this and some quick hitters. Top teams right now, football-wise, in the state of Missouri. And real quick, we were talking about Wingo. Canceled his visit with uh, Colorado last week. He will be at Mizzou tomorrow. So wow. that's that's huge. Real quickly, too, we get some questions about an unofficial visit to an official visit. Official visit, correct me if I'm wrong, is five paid visits, yes. not paid in the pocket of the kid, but they can fly him yep. uh, out there, he or she, to that school, take him around, fly him back, feed him, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that that's what you the official visit is. You get five of those to where you, they the school picks up the tab and you know all that kind of stuff. But unofficial, you've got to you, you got to pay your own way. You know, you can still go to the game for free and get a pass for the game, but everything else, hotel, travel, all Correct. that stuff, you Food. are on your own dime for that. Okay, top teams in the state of Missouri or St. Louis in particular, who do you have? Well, right now, and you look at the Smet, and I've had a chance to see that. I saw him live last week. I'll see him again tonight, and, uh, you know, I've seen him on film. They are as legit of a team as I've seen in an awfully long time. Uh, you know, the way they beat CBC a few weeks back, uh, the way that they're just handling their business, they've got a great quarterback in Dylan Duff. Uh, they got a great running back in DJ White. I mean, it you know they're offensively as good as you're going to see. But How many D ones do you think they got? I think right now you're probably looking at least five or six. Wow. Um, if you and, have that, you're probably going to win state. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you still got to get through district. You're going to probably have another matchup with CBC at some point in the quarters, and then you've got to get up to up on Frome. them pretty well, though. You know, and it was a lot of defense. They took advantage of some turnovers, turned it into points on short field. Their special teams were 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 on point. I mean, they are as good as that. I think they're the number two state team in Class Six. Lee Summit North is right now just unbelievable, and they're they're steamrolling people out in KC. And then you look at Lutheran North. My gosh, the job that Kyle Wagner has done up there. Uh, you know, Dakari Hollis, their quarterback. You want to talk about a young kid that is growing up in front of all of us this year? I mean, you go to Blair Oaks. Now nobody wins in Blair Oaks. Defending class, you know, defending state champ. Lutheran North goes in there and beats them and beat them pretty doggone good. And then the following week, you go to Hal, the defending class five state champs, and you beat them on a last second play. This team has the resume. 
Uh, they're number four, number one in class four. Uh, they get a big one this week. They they are going to travel to Mac- uh, Macon and play. You know the Spoof Hounds of Maryville. Spoof Hounds. Uh, st- that it. is the best nickname in the state what of Missouri. Is a spoof Hound. Yeah, I have no idea, but it's <laughs> awesome. Um, but you know, and, and Maryville, they're number three in, in class three. Okay. I mean, so you know, once again, Lutheran North, another opportunity to you know build on their resume. And I think they're the odds-on favorite right now in Class 4. Championships, are they going to move back or move forward? Because Faroe Field with uh, Mizzou and Arkansas is always a Thanksgiving Friday. So are they going to play those games that weekend, or what are they going to do? Well, they, right now, everything will be the following weekend. Okay. Okay. So, so do they get two weeks off from, the, from no, their seat? The, so they're moving they, everything back. What they did was, with Class 6 and 8-man, Class six moved from thirty-two teams and that's eight to man. forty-two teams, and eight man, eight man moved two more teams as well. Okay, so with those two classifications moving to more teams, you have to now expand the districts to eight districts for each of those. And what that basically did was it takes it takes Thanksgiving weekend out of play because now all the semifinals are going to be that weekend. Now I know a lot of the coaches, a lot of the administrators would absolutely love to see the championships all together again on Thanksgiving weekend. And I know the basketball coaches want that in the worst way so they can get their basketball players that are football players. The question's going to come down to is, if you're going to host at Faroe Field, what are you going to do? Because you can't play every year at Faroe on Thanksgiving weekend because of Arkansas Mizzou. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see how that's all going to shake out here over the next year, two years. In, uh, quickly, basketball starts, I believe, the last Monday in uh, October. So that's right around the corner. And the big story really is on the girls' side. Incarnate Word is a 102-game straight winning streak, and the state record is 123. I think they get the record. And once again, they've got such a great group coming back from last year. Dan Rolfus. There's a reason why he was all around the country coaching this year, this summer. He coached the USA 16U team. It's awesome, yeah. You know, he had a chance to. They built a court up in New York City, I think it was, um, outside, and he got a chance to coach there with Nike. Um, I mean, Dan has just done a terrific job, and he's got a great cast of characters coming back this year. I think they get the Stratford record. And Stratford, you know, if you follow Mizzou women's basketball, Haley Frank played on the Stratford team that set the record of 123 consecutive. I think Incarnate gets that this year. And once again, Dan's not shying away from anybody. They're playing a national schedule. They're going to go back out to California. They're going to go down to Louisville, Kentucky. I, I yeah, mean, they play the top teams in they, the country. Yeah, they do. And that's the, that's the difference between the two records is Stratford's record was mainly Missouri teams. Sprinkle in a few Arkansas teams, maybe one or two Oklahoma teams, because they're down in that southwest corner. But what Dan's done, he's doing it against national caliber teams. Which is amazing. Hey, buddy, thanks for coming in and stopping by. Really appreciate it. Hey, anytime I can hang out with you, it's great. And and my gosh, being on the balloon party with Tim McKernan, my career has been solidified. Awesome. (laughs) PrepSportsSTL.com. Jim Powers. PrepSportsSTL.com. Also watch him on Fox 2 on Friday nights. That's Jim Powers. We'll head to Columbia and Chris Trevino, our guest next. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Dan McLaughlin.
Filling in for Tim McKernan. They call this the uh, Balloon Party, 1044 in St. Louis. A time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers. And our thanks to PrepSportsSTL.com's Jim Powers for joining us. And now we switch gears, head to the middle of Missouri, Columbia, and say good morning to Chris Trevino. And you'll hear him on the basketball games working with Mike Kelly. Also tomorrow working the football game. LSU is in town. And Chris, thanks for hopping on. Certainly appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, Dan. Good to be on with you. Yeah, you too. I uh, I looked at what was happening down in Mizzou. It's not just football, but Midnight Madness. Is that true? That's going on right now or later tonight? Is that right? Yeah, it will be. It's a huge weekend, as you might imagine. And, uh, you know, honestly, there's so much excitement right now over both the major programs here. At, uh, it's been a minute, as they say, but both programs are really looking up, certainly as we speak. Dennis Gates, how about the recruiting class potentially coming in? That's as good as they've had in a while. Well, he's a machine. I mean, he really is. It's amazing. And over the years, I'm not one to get particularly excited about rankings and stars, but I know it's probably better to have those guys than not have them. And Missouri right now has five commits for next year, and uh, all of them are four-star recruits. So you got to figure a few of those five are going to really hit and be pretty good, and that goes well for the future. What does he do that separates him from others that you hear about that uh, allows him to get some of these kids to come to Columbia? You know, it's interesting. I think uh, what I've heard in just a short time here is really the personal touch and connection he makes with each of the players and recruits really takes an interest in them, spends a lot of time with them. He's got a a great deal of uh, energy, and and I think he's got a track record, too. You know, you look at his time at Florida State as an assistant before he became the head coach of Cleveland State and turned them around. He and Charlton Young, his top assistant now at Missouri, were at Florida State for six and eight years and they recruited so well there. They've got seven, eight guys now in the NBA, Dan, and I think they really helped Leonard Hamilton with his success the last 10 years or so. Florida State dipped last year, and maybe one of the factors was both Gates and Young were gone and both here at Missouri. Now, that might be simplifying it a bit, but, but they really recruited well and it made them a basketball school for the better part of the last decade. Uh, they were really probably better in hoops than football for a while there after they won the national title in football in 2013. You never thought you would have said that, but – He's really proven to be a great recruiter. Different place, different climate here, certainly than than Florida. But uh, man, he's hit the ground running with with recruiting and, and success last year here at Mizzou only helped, I'm sure, as he goes out and tries to bring uh, kids here to Missouri. It's awesome. Let's talk now about the big game, LSU and Mizzou. Just in a general sense, Chris, uh, the excitement level happening in Columbia and the kind of crowd you're going to have tomorrow. What's it like? The build up going into this game. Oh, it's great. You know, there was a lot of anticipation, frankly, just for the Kansas State game a few weeks ago because that was a top 15 team coming in, Big 12 champs, and it was sold out. And now they're sold out again. And, uh, you know, LSU is a brand name, so to speak, in football. And it ought to be a lot of fun. Just generally on the surface, you've got LSU averaging 44 points, Missouri averaging 32. LSU's quarterback, Jaden Daniels, probably as good as there is. 16 touchdown passes, two interceptions, run for several hundred yards completing 73% of his passes. But then Missouri's Brady Cook is doing great, 75% completion, 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. And as you know, they've got another St. Louis and not just Brady Cook starring, but uh, Luther Burden leading the country in receiving yards, 644 of them. And right behind him, well, LSU's Malik Neighbors, 625 of them. So, I mean, it shapes up to be a, a shootout potentially. I wasn't sure how many points Missouri might be able to score, especially in a game against LSU, but then they go out and allow 55 against Ole Miss last Saturday, which is just crazy. 
It's it's yeah. I saw that, and then LSU opening up uh, at least still at a four point favorite. Uh, if you're into those things, don't answer that question, Chris. Uh, <laughs> if you're into those things, heading to Columbia tomorrow, Brady Cook. Quarterback, St. Louis area kid, a lot of scrutiny in in some ways around him going into this season and at the end of last year. You know what, Chris? Good for him. I mean, he's having a hell of a year, and it's fun to see. Absolutely. From Chaminade there in St. Louis, great kid. He's always wanted to play for Missouri. Uh, Got his chance last year. You know, a lot of folks probably didn't realize or may have forgotten in the offseason he had a torn labrum, shoulder injury, still played most of the season with that injury, and I had surgery off season, came back and, you know, I had friends and, and people I, I know and, and, and spent time with around town and they, they were uh, almost openly campaigning against the guy to be the quarterback, which I couldn't believe. And, you know, Mike and I are privy to go to the preseason scrimmages and the practices. We're lucky they let us do that as, as some of the announcers for the team. And there was no doubt Cook was the best option they had, nothing against the other guys, but he was just the most proven and he was, Throwing it so well, I thought he had a great camp, and I'm not going to tell you I thought he'd be 11 and zero with 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, and completing 75 percent of his passes. But man, he's healthy and on, and and he's just been great. And I know you won't find a tougher kid. I mean, some of the hits he took last year, he would keep picking himself up off the turf. The offensive line wasn't exactly strong. It was a big question mark coming into this season, but he's been outstanding, and not a coincidence. The team's off to a 5-0 and start. Tough game tomorrow, though. I mean, a, certainly a tougher opponent than they've had probably everyone except maybe K-State. I mean, these guys are in a different neighborhood. Absolutely. Chris Trevino, our guest, he'll be on the call tomorrow, Mizzou and LSU. Did you see it coming, though, with Brady Cook, the kind of year and the kind of numbers? You already gave us the numbers. Did you see this coming at all, or, or is this kind of a surprise for a lot of people down there? No, you know, I mean, I'm a little surprised, too. I mean, like I said, some people didn't think he should start, and I didn't think that was fair because I just, I've just i been out there a lot and seen him compared to the other guys, and uh, the other guys have great potential, but they're not where Brady was coming into the season by any means. Now, what's been encouraging, really, is to see the deep ball he's been able to throw, and, you know, again, that's a lot with Luther Burton's ability, and certainly he's had yards after catch, but they've got this young kid out of Texas, uh, Marquise, who's been outstanding, uh, receiving the ball, uh, you know, long, long range. He's had a couple of long touchdown receptions, including one in St. Louis against Memphis and then last week at Vanderbilt. So he's got some personnel. I think the receiving core is probably as strong a positional group as Missouri has when you have Burden, the star, but also Theo Weiss, the transfer from Oklahoma, who's really been good. And then, of course, another St. Louis in Mookie Cooper at a Trinity, started out at Ohio State, transferred back. I mean, he's really got some some weapons around him and no, he's been better than I thought. I mean, I mean, he's been, you know, he set the sec record now yeah. for most consecutive passes with that interception. He's over 300. I mean, it's been really impressive as well as Luther burden, man. How much fun is it to watch what this guy is doing now with a year under his belt and what he's bounced? I don't say bounce back, but come back with a vengeance here in, in year number two of his Mizzou career. Well, just terrific, and it is a big difference from year one to two, which I hope you see guys, you know, make that jump, and, and he really has, and we're seeing every bit of why he was so highly regarded uh, coming out of high school. I, I mentioned first in the country, 644 receiving yards, first among power five receivers and yards after catch, and that's what's really been impressive to me, his ability to make guys miss in the open field and, and also just run guys over when necessary. And, you know, they put him in the slot, uh, Dan this year and that's made a lot of sense he's in the middle of the field has a lot more room with which to operate can go really any direction as opposed to being out by the numbers near the sideline uh, 
starting where he does toward the center of the field. He's in the quarterback's line of view really right away and just gives him space with which to work. He is a tough matchup, and, and he's been so good. And, you know, it's really a St. Louis flavor leading the way with Cook and Burden and then Cody Schrader, the starting running back. Those guys have been a good three-headed monster, if you will, for Missouri's offensive attack. So when you get behind uh, the the radio and listen to you tomorrow or you're sitting on your couch, and, and by the way, Chris, you do a great job with Mike and, and Howard, what what are the keys, you think, for this game? So if I'm sitting there watching, what should I be watching for? I know you really get into this and watch the tape and break it down. Yeah, it's fun for me. Uh, you know, I think really they've got to uh, take advantage of LSU's pass defense, which has not been good. Their secondary just, frankly, has had a lot of trouble guarding people, which is a problem. And uh, they put a lot of guys in the NFL back there, and I know they've got talent, but they've just not been good in pass defense. So, you know, Missouri, hopefully to exploit that, and first and foremost to do that, you have to protect Cook and really block for him because they do have some pass rushers. Makai Wingo, of course, out of St. Louis and Smet is just outstanding. Started out at Missouri, transferred to LSU. They got a kid off the edge, Harold Perkins, who's as probably good as there is in the country. So if they can, you know, neutralize those guys up front, I think Burden and the receivers could really have a good day uh, offensively. And then defensively, they've got to slow down LSU. I mean, as I mentioned, LSU is averaging 44 points per game, and the quarterback is a legit dual threat. I think most people knew about LSU's Jaden Daniels. They're finding out this year about Missouri's Brady Cook. But, I mean, Missouri's going to have to score points to win the game. I really believe that. I think Missouri's defense is solid. But these guys are going to get some points. They're just that talented. They've got a couple of receivers. Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas are both headed to the NFL. So Missouri's got to be able to keep up and score some points. And uh, if they do, they've got a real chance because the atmosphere will be wonderful here tomorrow. No doubt. Chris, we're hearing the Wingo kid from SLU is heading down there for an official visit. Canceled Colorado. He's looking at Mizzou. I don't know if you knew that. As a matter of fact, I know you knew that. <laughs> well, I knew he was in the mix, and they're after him. Uh, Ryan Wingo there, the receiver, he'd be great because they've already got the top kid out of Kansas City, defensive lineman Williams Waneri from Lee's Summit North. So if they could pluck the top kid from Kansas City and really the top kid from St. Louis, uh, uh, that'd be a good start for recruiting to fill in with other guys they have. And, uh, you know, Drinkwitz has recruited well by all accounts. Now we just got to see the results on the field. Maybe we're starting to with this 5-0 and start. And like I said, you get them going in basketball uh, – Things are looking up here. I, I was looking the other day on both sides of the ball, all the kids from Missouri. I mean, he has done a pretty good job of trying to close the walls around Mizzou, uh, Missouri and get those kids to Mizzou. I, I think he's done a pretty good job of that. He has, and he recognized that from day one, even though he's not from Missouri, grew up in Arkansas, did drinkers. But, you know, that's always been the saying. We've said that for years, yeah. for decades, literally 30 years, keep the Missouri kids at home, and maybe you don't get all of them. Some are going to leave till you're – traditional power programs, but if you get many, if not most of them, you'll really have success. We've seen kids go elsewhere and star for years. So that's a great, great start for football with what you have there in St. Louis and, and also in Kansas City. I mean, for years, guys have been le- leaving both major cities for a lot of you know, Big 12 and Big 10 powers especially. So you keep most of those at home. And like I said, you've got a headliner from Kansas City already in the fold, hopefully one you mentioned from St. Louis that's a really good start, and I've seen before. Then they bring others. You know, their other friends and uh, guys uh, from their hometowns come along too, and you really got something going. It's awesome, Chris. Enjoy your work so much with the Mizzou broadcast, and uh, looking forward to what you have to deliver tomorrow. And for Mizzou fans, uh, I'm sure they're hoping for a W. And then, if that happens, man, watch out. It could be a really fun year down in Columbia. 
Yeah, it could get really crazy. Thanks, Dan. Good to hear from you. You take care. You too, buddy. That is uh, Chris Trevino, and I've known Chris for a long, long time. Does a great job on the Mizzou broadcast. Hey, before I say uh, goodbye, a um, little, little self-promotion here, but Monday is my golf tournament. I've been doing it for 21 years. This is the 21st Dan McLaughlin uh, Golf Tournament, which benefits the Special Education Foundation. So I bring this up. It is sold out. But there are auction items that are as unique as it gets in terms of sports, and you can bid on those if you go to the website sef-stl.com, sef-stl.com. We've been raising uh, tons of money. Matter of fact, we are over $5 million in the 20 years to benefit special needs children here in St. Louis. So if you're so inclined, you're a collector, and uh, or just want to make a donation, we'd certainly appreciate it. That's sef dash stl.com over five million dollars has been raised it's something i'm very proud of and uh, hopefully you can make a donation rock great job great job thanks for coming in you made the sports update you're welcome it was it was we didn't hear you and i said rock let's go keep them locked in with that that oh my god what's about to happen here you're gonna talk and then you lock them in there i got a little nervous then you deliver i got a little nervous so hey great uh great job as always and we appreciate it thanks to jim powers thanks to chris trevino and as always thanks to you for listening bk and ferrario tanner they're all coming up You've been listening to The Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.